Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 608 on a beautiful Wednesday evening. Thanks for spending part of your drive home with us. It's the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday. 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. And have a fun show tonight. Before we get started, though, I need one more contestant to play Millennial Match Game. We had one contestant drop off. So there's a rare open slot for Millennial Match Game. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Hit that funky. Let's play Millennial Match Game. I'm glad you jumped in because I didn't know what was coming out of my mouth next. Thank you, Longoria. Play that funky intro is what I was going to say. Let's meet our contestant uh, for Millennial Match Game from the promotions team, from the traffic team, from uh, a bunch of teams. It's Zach Grizzle. Zach, how are you, my friend? Hey, Mark. It's pretty much just those two. I see Zach, by the way, overnight. Uh, he works overnight traffic now, and then I come and see him in the morning. Uh, so I get to see Zach yes, at like sir. 4 in the morning. It's it's a, it's a bonus there. Uh, Zach, a hour for both of us. Exactly. Aside from uh, traffic and promotions, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Zach Grizzle. I, uh, I'm 24 years old. I sell shrimp on the side of 285 out of a van. <laughs> nice. All right, but it's the finest of shrimp, Longoria. It's the finest of shrimp. All right, uh, Zach, I'm going to let you think about today's category. It's famous nicknames. Today's famous famous nicknames. So you think about that. Millennial Match Game, as always, brought to us by Rocco's European Garage. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Joel joins us. Joel, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Uh, Let's see. My name is Joel. I am from Canton, Georgia, uh, and I uh, am in the automotive business as a uh, consultant and oh, uh, a, just left the dealership and headed home for the day that's the greatest job ever consulted right i mean that's no that's when you know you've made it where you're like i just consult on people kudos to you for that joel that's fantastic i aspire to be a consultant uh you're going to be playing uh tiffany in covington tiffany tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself well i am a mail carrier in social circle georgia yay um, Yes, and I've been doing it 13 years, and I love it. How are you holding up during COVID, uh, delivering the mail? Are you doing okay? <sighs> it's stressful, but I'm getting it done. All right. Well, we Somebody appreciate we it. appreciate all the, uh, the the great work you're doing out there, Tiff. Um, all right, so today's category is nicknames. Uh, so here's an example. I'm going to say a nickname, and then you guys just have to guess whether or not Millennial Zach will know who the nickname belongs to. All right, so this is an example. It doesn't count. Let's just see how Zach does on the uh, on the test question. Zach, uh, The Rock. The Rock. Whose nickname is The Rock? The Rock is the nickname of uh, Don Johnson. No, it's Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) That is right. The Rock. Uh, Former football player at the University of Miami, believe it or not. Um, All right, so it's that simple. It's uh, it's a flip of a coin. You don't need to know the answer, guys. You just have to guess whether or not Zach will know. We'll start with you, uh, Tiffany. Ladies first on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, This person's nickname was... 
Slow hand. Slow hand. Will Millennial Zach know who had the nickname of Slow hand? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, we could be surprised, though. <laughs> Zach's an interesting character. Zach, who had the nickname of Slow hand? Well, there's two people that come to mind, but I'm going to go ahead and go with my number one guest, Eric Clapton. I had no idea. That is correct. Wow. Why, why is he nicknamed the Slow Hand? He's just a great guitar player, and they just... One of his, name of one of his albums, too, yeah. isn't it? Oh, really? I, had, I Did you know that, Longoria, that Clapton was Slow no, I didn't, Hand? I did not know that, no. No, all right. So, no point, Tiffany. I would have got that one wrong, too. All right, here we go, Joel. <laughs> Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, famous nickname edition. Uh, this famous nickname is... Hammer and Hank. Hammer and Hank. Will Zach Grizzle from uh, the WSB traffic team know who had the nickname of Hammer and Hank? Yes. I hope so. I'm with you. Zach, you better know this. Hammer and Hank is who? Uh, uh, well, you put, I, think, I think we've put too much faith in me. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, uh, Hank Williams Jr. Sitting on 7-14. <laughs> I'm I'm speechless right now. I think the whole city is offended. That's uh that's tough. So you dodged a bullet there, Zach Grizzle. That, that's why I'm not a manager. I, yeah, you would have been gone right now. You would have been gone, but you still have a job. I feel, I feel ashamed of myself. You should. That was really, really bad. All right, uh, what's the score at the end of round one, Deborah Green? 0-0. <laughs> zero, 0-0. Zero. Zero, zero. All right, uh, Tiffany, you can take the lead here. This famous nickname is The Scourge of God. What a nickname. Jeez, Louise. The Scourge of God. Will Millennial Zach Grizzle know who had that awful nickname? I'm going to say yes. Wow, all right. Zach Rizzle, who is the scourge of God? The scourge of God. I have absolutely no clue. I'm going to just go ahead and throw out a name I know that it's not. Uh, Hulk Hogan? The Christians thought him sent from hell itself and named him the scourge of God. His Attila? Name was Attila the Hun. The Hun. I never knew that was his nickname, the scourge of God. Why, why on God's green earth, Tiffany, did you think Zach would know that one? I have no idea. I just <laughs> want to give him a little fake. Uh, um, so, all right, just to be, uh, I'll, I'll leave it out there. Wasn't Attila Hunt in a political ad recently, Chuck? Oh, yeah. yeah Kelly Leffler said she was more conservative. Than the scourge of God. Okay, I just, I just want to get that clear. All right, uh, Joel, you're up. Oh, this is a good one. I don't think Zach will know this, but I love this, uh, this person. This famous nickname was Mr. Warmth. Mr. Warmth. What do you think? Zach Grizzle, millennial, will he know who Mr. Warmth was? No. Yeah, no way. I'd be very impressed if you did, though, Zach. Mr. Warmth was who? Or who? It's time to bring myself back. It's Don Rickles. You're fresh, you're funny, you're great. And I want you to know something. From my heart, I never liked you. How the hell did you know Zach Don Rickles? Right? Well, I'm, I'm a fan of classic comedy. Toy Story? Is that what it was? Is Toy Story? That's amazing. Rest in peace to Don Rickles, by the way. I just did the sign of the cross. I mean, no dis- no disrespect by that. That, But, uh, oh, man. Zach- so Zach <laughs> didn't know Jewish? Hammer and Hank. I am Jewish, yes. But he did know Mr. Warmth, Don Rickles. I am completely lost my mind in this game. All right, Tiffany, you're up. The King or the King of Rock and Roll was the nickname. The King or the King of Rock and Roll. Either way, will Millennial Zach know who uh, had that nickname? I hope he does. That's a yes, then? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. a yes. Uh, the king or the king of rock, Zach Rizzle? Okay, now you're just softballing him to me. That is uh, Elvis. No, it's Elvis Presley. 
The once and forever king, right? I can see Zach dressing up as Fat Elvis. Oh, wow. Just the jumpsuit and everything. (laughs) The jumpsuit versus the leather jacket. Blasted. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last time Zach Grizzle uh, yeah. participates in the Millennium Landscape. It's worse than your coffee breath. I don't even, yeah, it's worse than my coffee <laughs> wow. breath. Oh, Zach, that was not uh, on behalf of all of the Mark Aram show, just so you know. <laughs> I would say you would be young, handsome, studly Elvis from the Hawaiian movies. That's that's how I think I you should dress up. I appreciate that, Mark. Yeah, no problem, buddy. All right. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, the Great One, Joel. This nickname was The Great One. Will Millennial Zach know who had the nickname of The Great One? Yes. All right. I, I, I don't even can't even give you help there. I don't know. Zach's got a weird mind. The great one, Zach. Any idea? I have uh, no idea. So I'm going to go with an answer that will get absolutely nobody mad at me and go with Jesus Christ. Oh, the, the atheists are very mad right now. I'll give you a hint. It's a sports uh, figure. The great one, a sports figure. Ah. Uh, my sports brain is not working right now, Mark. Please give it up for the White Tornado, the Maine Wayne, the Manada from Canada, the Great One himself, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Have you ever heard of Wayne Gretzky there, Zach? I have. He's Canadian. He shouldn't count. Yeah. <laughs> this is... That was a joke. Attila the Hun, not Canadian. Um, all right, here we go. Whose turn is it? It's Tiffany's turn, right? Uh, yeah. Tiffany, this nickname was the Little Corporal. The Little Corporal. Well, Millennial Zach knew who had the nickname of Little Corporal. I'm gonna go with no. Zach, who is the Little Corporal? The Little Corporal. He yeah. was the tallest corporal. Um, I, I I have no idea. I'm gonna just throw out a first name that comes to my mind: Jimmy Dickens. Who? Jimmy Dickens. Is that a buddy of yours? No, it's a it's an old country star. Oh, all right. 17th of August, 1769. A trailblazer in the world of history was born. The baby was named Napoleon by his parents. Napoleon Bonaparte was the little corporal. Don't worry, Zach. I wouldn't have gotten that one either. That's a tough one. Not a great student of history. Yeah, I see that. But apparently you're a country music fan. So next time we'll craft, if you do come back, uh, we'll craft a country music-centered millennial match game. All right, it is Joel's turn. Joel... Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. This nickname is the Scream Queen. The Scream Queen. Will Millennial Zach know who had that nickname? No. I don't think so either. Zach, you've surprised me, though. You could know this one. Who is the Scream Queen? I'm going to say Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. What do you think about the fact that your legacy is going to be that of... The Scream Queen. Jamie Lee Curtis, the Scream Queen. How did you pull that one out of your Is that right? oversized I, Elvis yeah. jumpsuit? I can't believe that you got that right. Yeah, that is right. Scream Queen. All right. It's been an up and down two rounds of Millennial Match Game. What is the score, though, Deborah Green? Tiffany 2, Joel yet to score. Joel is getting shut the heck out. But you'll have a chance to close the gap when we come back and finish up Millennial Match Game. Uh, it's Millennial Zach, perhaps his swan song, a Millennial Match Game. And his swan song on WSB Radio. We'll see if, how Doug feels in the morning about not knowing Hammer and Hank. We'll come back finish this up uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's Millennial Match Game on 95.5 WSB. Welcome back. Final uh, segment of Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What is the score, Deborah Green, and who is up? 
All right, Tiffany two, it is Joel zero, and I believe it's Joel's turn. All right, Joel, here we go. Famous nickname edition of Millennial Match Game. This nickname is the Man in Black. The Man in Black. Will Millennial Zach Grizzle know who had the nickname the Man in Black? Oh, yes. Zach Grizzle, the Man in Black, was? Johnny Cash. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went One down, of my favorite down, artists of all time. How do you not love Johnny Cash? And it burns, you know what, burns, Zach? You could dress, dress up as uh, skinny Johnny Cash for Halloween. How about that? That, 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 that? that sounds pretty good. That's better? All that. right. There you go. All right. Good job. Joel's on the board. Uh, all right, Tiffany. Uh, this nickname is The Big Hurt. The Big Hurt. Will Millennial Zach Grizzle know who had the nickname of The Big Hurt? I'm going to say yes. Zach, who is The Big Hurt? This is another sports one. Another sports one. I got to be real. I'm I'm not good with sports nicknames. Uh, he he, he was a baseball player, and he's uh, he likes to pimp out uh, testosterone pills on this very radio station. Was that a uh, A Rod? Alex Rodriguez? Frank Thomas, aka the Big Hurt. Frank Thomas, he's pretty busy on the Frank baseball Thomas. field. Frank Thomas, okay. the Big Hurt. All right, uh, another sports nickname. Uh, we know he's not good at sports, but maybe he'll get this one, Joel. The Black Mamba. The Black Mamba. What do you think? Will Millennial Zach know? Yes. Black Mamba. Who is that, Zach Grizzle? The Black Mamba. Um, I'm just going to throw out another sports person who I know it's not because their nickname is something different. Uh, Chad Jones. Known as the Black Mamba. Bryant won five NBA Kobe championships. Uh, was the league MVP. I, oh, I weep for the future. End of, end of Millennial Match Game. What is the final score, Deborah Green? We had Tiffany 2 and Joel 1. Tiffany gets the win. Uh, no prizes today, though? Yeah, we do have prizes. Oh, we have prizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. For both of them? Yes. All right. So Joel and Tiffany, you both win. Hang on the line. Chuck's going to get some info. What did they win, Deborah Green? You both have a one-car pass to see Atlanta Symphony Orchestra perform the music of David Bowie at Ameris Bank Amphitheater Sunday, October 25th. Good stuff. Thank Thanks for being a good sport, Zach. Of course. News, weather, traffic next on The Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is Lewis Gossett, Jr. This is The Mark Aram Show. And if you have any common sense, you should listen to The Mark Aram Show. Words of wisdom from Lewis Gossett, Jr. Welcome back to the show. 639, 21 in front of 7. 75 degrees on Peachtree Street. Seven and a half on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Come up in exactly one hour. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a faster review. Uh, quick question for the bananas in the room. I'm going to go with you, Deborah Green, uh, the executive producer of the program. Uh, if I can make a, a wish come true for you, for the next 18 years, you get an unlimited uh, supply of a single product. A product. Product, whatever you want. What, mm. what do you want? A single product. 18 years of free whatever you want. Gasoline. For, ooh, that's a good one. Low T Chuck, who uh, hails from Whitefish, Montana. 18 years of uh, a free supply of what? What are you picking? Wow, you put me on the spot. Um, I was going to say ammo. Yeah. But I don't know. I, you, well, I bet I don't. I would get more mileage out of something like yeah. if you gave me Kroger a, hot dogs. Yeah, or beer. <laughs> I would get more mileage out of probably beer. 18 year supply, like, a limited supply of beer. Yeah, uh, Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo. What are you picking? 18 years. Yeah, that's a hard one. Whataburger. Yeah. If you <laughs> could give me Whataburger for 18 straight years, yeah, Whataburger. Yeah, that's what we would do. Yeah. Okay, okay. The reason I ask is whether it's a Whataburger, beer, or gasoline. In order to get that 18-year supply, would you be willing to name your child after that product? 
Name my kid Budweiser? Absolutely. Yeah, done. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. done. <laughs> Devergreen. I mean, gasoline. No, you'd have to name it like, like Exxon uh, or something. Yeah, mobile. I'll go with BP and then I'll come up with the name that matches it. So that's, the, I mean, three quick yeses for you guys. Yeah, I'm surprised. We talked about naming kids the other day and, and how that's so much pressure. That alleviates all the pressure. Like, why did you name me Budweiser? Well, <laughs> they gave me the, an unlimited supply. Look at the fridge. Look at the fridge. <laughs> look at the fridge, bud. Yeah. Uh, look at the fridge, bud. <laughs> the reason I'm bringing this story up there's uh, a couple in switzerland named their daughter um after the uh wi-fi producer or uh producer wi-fi provider provider in switzerland uh twi-fi so they, they named their girl twi-fi and you know they had a, like a promotion twi-fi right. was like hey if you name your kid twi-fi 18 years of free uh internet access wow so they did but th- they did it the middle name which still counts okay but uh I-, I was i thought you guys would be like no i would never do that it's sacred it's no you guys would <laughs> immediately <laughs> in, a, in a, to a split second you're like yeah i would name my kid what a burger what a burger longoria what a name <laughs> yeah hey what a it freaking gives me name free whataburger for yeah. 18 years yeah that kid would need so much therapy yeah the problem is i wouldn't even know what to know what product i want that's the tough one yeah. i mean you put me on the spot yeah yeah i mean you, you all had good answers yeah i think the wisest one is probably deborah green unless <laughs> yes. Yes. unless Definitely. we like really eventually do do the whole electric car thing that's that's yeah, the money maker out. right there i have an older car anyway so you know you just keep it I mean, I mean, my car, my other car is like from the 60s. I have a truck from the 40s. So yeah. they're all gas burners. Yeah, do you have them here in Georgia? No, no, oh, no okay. they're in Texas. I was like, drive yeah. it in tomorrow. No, I want to see that. I can't drive them here. <laughs> um, I, I honestly don't even know what product I would, would choose. It would be coffee. Yeah, I do drink a lot of coffee. Maxwell. Let's see. You could go with Maxwell House or Keurig. something. Like yeah. Keurig. Arum. Keurig. Yeah. Keurig. Yeah. Keurig. <laughs> um you know what? Probably baseball cards. Oh yeah, tops. What's tops? That's not a bad yeah. name. Bowman tops Aram. Hope it's a boy. <laughs> That's yeah. a boy's name. Yeah, if it's a girl. Bowman tops it. So, but um, it's so funny that I'm sure you guys had you know heated conversations with your spouses when it came to naming the kids. But when you start throwing free junk in there. It's that, you know. Yeah, I would have went with absolutely. whatever Leslie brought me. She was like, if it's free something, I'm like, yeah, yeah we'll name her that. Let's what if go. it was like a media, like a, a product you're medium into? <sighs> no. Like my yeah. pillow Longoria. No, no. Oh, heck no. <laughs> no, you have to really like it. Yeah, like, I I'd have yeah. to want it for 18 years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Glock Thomas. <laughs> now that's a good yeah, one. Good I'll one. go with yeah, that. Yeah, you go with that. Well, I have a friend that named his son Gage. As in twelve gauge, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, I know, I know a kid named Gage. Yeah. After shotguns, I don't yeah. think it was named after a shotgun. Well, that's his name. But you can yeah. get away with it in this yeah. situation. <laughs> in this situation, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remington, uh, that's actually your actual name. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. I don't know. I'd Remy. have to. I'd have to. <laughs> Remy, <Rifkin>. Remy. <laughs> <laughs> little Joel Rifkin. Um, OJ, OJ Rifkin. Um, so I don't know what I would have to think about that. But that would take. That would alleviate the pressure of. Yeah. Me actually having to name a child because that I, I don't even know what to do. I think I what I would do is come up with like twelve possible names for my kid. If you come up with that many, you are better than all of us. Oh yeah, it's. So I'm not saying that I'll be good, and the, but just then just spin a wheel. Just spin a wheel. Yeah, and let fate, you know, predict what Uber the... Aram. <laughs> Uber eats oh, Aram. Yeah. Uber eats <laughs> Aram. Damn, that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. So I just thought Pretty that was Uber a funky breaking. story. What What do you think, folks? Um, would you have Would you have done that deal? I don't. Would you have done it for Wi Fi for eighteen years? No, 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 no. no. There's so much free Wi Fi. Yeah, out there. come on. Yeah, and Wi Fi is not cost that, that expensive. Yeah, it's not like it's... I can, you know. 
like a thousand dollars a month. This was Switzerland, Sweden? Switzerland. Yeah, maybe, maybe the mountains affected or something. I don't know. Maybe so you wouldn't have done it for free Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what would you do? All right, that's the question. What would you do? Uh, what would you need to get in order to name your child? After a product, and what would that product be? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. So Wi-Fi isn't it. That's not, you're not doing that. Even the middle name, Twi-Fi. <laughs> Dr. Joe's Essential Sauce Aram. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Triple Team Traffic Alert app, Aram. A 95.5 WSB Atlantis News and Talk. Via the uh, Piccadilly text line uh, from my mom, uh, I would have been uh, Sauvignon Blanc Aram. That's what uh, that's what she would have named me, Sauvignon Blanc. That's got a nice. Doesn't really that's roll very off. Very exotic. That's, yeah, yeah that not works. a radio name though. SB. I would shorten it to SB. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to the SB Aram Show. Sauvignon <laughs> Blanc. Uh, Jeremy joins us in Cartersville. Jeremy, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? I'm doing awesome. How are you guys? Excellent. So what are you What are you doing in this uh, name your kid deal? Hey, Mark, you, you guys are thinking way small. I named the first kid after the mortgage company, second kid after quarter quarter child support payments, and I named the girl after the pink pony. Wow. Oh, so man. you got you got uh, Wells Fargo paying your mortgage, your first son, and then what was the second one again? Court-appointed child support payments. Okay, so then, uh, I don't know, uh, Morgan and Morgan. <laughs> That's actually a name. And then, uh, and then Pink Pony. All right, so you, you got your bases covered. I don't know if uh, the mortgage was, uh, one's a brilliant idea. Well thought out. Yeah, the mortgage one is brilliant. 18 so years of no daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Pink Pony. Yeah. Pink Pony Johnson. <laughs> uh, Rob joins us in Fayetteville. Rob, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, hey, great show. Thanks, Rob. Hey, I, I named my child State Farm because that'll have my house, my car, and my life insurance paid up for 18 years. Expe- insurance is expensive, especially if you if you get all of the above, like you mentioned, the home and the auto and the life insurance. That's not a bad idea. Is there a more attractive name though? Than I mean, nothing against State Farm, but if you're gonna name your kid uh, Geico, would that be better? Would that be a better name for a kid, Geico? No, maybe not. State- could, maybe could pull it off. State Farm just seems so like all state. Yeah, all state, nationwide, Progress- nationwide Johnson. Progressive, <laughs> progressive Johnson. <laughs> I don't know. why I'm using Johnson as as the last name. Uh, Katie joins us in Locust Grove. Katie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey. Hello. I would name my kid after clothing brand, shoes, or car. So pick one. Which is more? Which of those would you want the most? Clothing. All right. They'll so need that for eighteen years, that's expensive. So Lane Bryant. If you're gonna do or that, Gap. you'd go like Gucci or something. Oh, not okay. Lane yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Chico's. Like that. Chico's yeah. Johnson. There yeah, I don't. Go. I don't buy enough clothes that I would. Uh, Maya would be a Kendra Scott. If we had yeah, a, that'd be a good one. That's. I mean, everything that Maya gets in the house. Kendra Scott. I mean, that is somebody's name. So. Yeah, it is. Who is this woman, though? Where did she come from, this Kendra Scott lady? Oh, I don't, I don't wear that stuff, but I, I know what you're talking yeah, about, yeah. Like, so she's not just, it's not just clothes, it's earrings. And, yeah, it's a whole accessory. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I have bought that lady her vacation home. Kendra Scott, <laughs> I hope you're listening, because I'm... That's um, why she picked that name. Exactly. <laughs> Jim is in Marietta. Six callers ahead of us, Jimmy. What's going on, buddy? I'd love to have three kids. I'd name them Harley, Apple, and Delta because I love to fly and oh, drive. Oh, damn. 
Those are good names, too. I'm going to change it to Delta Aram. 18 years of... That's actually a good idea, Jim. Cobb EMC wouldn't quite cut it. it. (laughs) Cobb EMC, the free electric bill. That's a good one. Chuck, do you want to change? Delta Thomas. I didn't think about that. I fly back to Montana a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It'd have to be first class, though, not to be elitist. But if I'm going to do that, it's... Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pretend to be a high roller. And that's a... Great name, Delta. Yeah, that is sure. a good name. Delta. We can be like, oh, I named her after Delta Burke. Anything like that. Uh, yeah. Delta Burke was so beautiful back in the day. Uh, Reggie's in Fayetteville. Reggie, welcome to the program. Hey, Mar, how you doing? What's going on, Reg? Hey, I got a couple of names. This was a boy, which I just had a baby girl three weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank you. Her name is Chloe Ray, but if I would have had the chance, I would have named her. I like that Microsoft Surface, so I could have came up with Surface. <laughs> <laughs> Free tablets. <laughs> the boy, I would have named him Bose. I like them Bose speakers. Oh, or you get Bose headsets, Bose speakers. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't heard of Nike yet. Yeah, see, like, the problem with the speakers thing, how many speakers are you going to buy really yeah. in 18 years? you got to think, like, what do you use a lot? You do, like, a whole home, all your car. They've got all yeah. the accessories, the earbuds, the headphones. I got that. one for Chuck. Oh, no. Stone Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the stone you could have in I your house. Stone, stone to- granite Thomas. Uh, we'll come back talking about this couple in Switzerland named their daughter after their Wi-Fi company, so they can get 18 years of free Wi-Fi. If you did that, what would you what would you make the deal for? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No. Welcome back to the show. A good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 7.08, eight minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole gang here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Shlongoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Loti Chuck screens them calls. Johnny Cavasso will join us in 30 minutes with a fast food review. I'm going to continue to take calls on the story out of Switzerland. Uh, This couple named their daughter after their Wi-Fi provider, middle name now, Twi-Fi. Her middle name is Twi-Fi, in order to get free Internet access for 18 years. Um, I asked the Bananas what they would do for 18 years, uh, what they would want. Deborah Green wants gas, free gas for 18 years. Chuck decided on beer. Bu- yeah, Bud. Beer, yeah. beer. Not even a- Never mind. I'm not going to disparage Budweiser, but he chose <laughs> Budweiser. And Longoria's next daughter is going to be named Whataburger Longoria. I'm, I'm going to go with Delta Aram. I'm going to switch. That's a good one. Uber Eats, Aram, or Delta Aram? Uh, if I have twins, I'll name them both. There you uh, go. What would you do in that situation? Would you, God forbid, name your kid? After a product, just to get the free product, uh, I'm going to take more calls on that. But this is—I'm going to tweet this link out and put it on my Facebook account. Uh, this is a pretty cool thing. So, Merriam-Webster. You know what Merriam-Webster is, Longoria? I do. The dictionary. Uh, yeah, the, the dictionary. dictionary. Exactly. So they have this thing now. You enter in your birth year, and it will show you the new words added to the dictionary on the year you were born. So I just did. I just did my 1973. Pretty interesting stuff. Pretty interesting words were added to the uh, dictionary in 1973. Um, Let's see. (laughs) Watergate. Watergate. 
was first put in print in 1973. Video game, 1973. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Um, punch Out, Open Adoption, Lockdown, Inkjet. We know about lockdowns. Uh, let's see. Flushable. Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> now we know. Flushable. Uh, let's see. Deniability. That doesn't seem like. Deep Throat. Huh. That's interesting. Um, what else? Bridge loan. These were all words that were first put into print in 1973 as compiled wow. by Merriam-Webster. What is your birth date, low T, Chuck? Uh, 78. 78. All right. Let's see what was, uh, uh, oh, this is the first one. Agritourism. Agritourism. <laughs> that was the first one that all popped right. up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Bioenergy. Oh, wow. This is duck sauce. First, uh. Nice. How does that, how was that at around before 78? Probably just hadn't, you know. Maybe they just didn't add it. Yeah. Yeah. Miriam Webster was slacking on that. Yeah. I had ducks. I was bathed in duck sauce when I was born in 1973. It's a Jewish thing. Um, (laughs) Panic disorder, juicery, uh, snap pee, sticky note. Sticky note. 1978, sticky note, uh, tweener, and pay per view. We're all. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'll I'll tweet that link out. It's pretty cool. I think it's funny. Techno thriller, also. Techno thriller. Uh, techno thriller. So if, if you want to throw in your birth year, I'll throw out some words for you. Uh, but I'll also tweet out the link. Uh, Sean joins us in coming. Sean, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What are you naming your kid after, and what are you getting in return? Well, I got three, so I'd rename them Delta, which is excellent, so I can fly. Hilton, gotta have somewhere to stay. And then the third one, Zales, because then I'd have unlimited gifts for the wife so I could get whatever I wanted after that. Uh, no offense to Zales, but, you know, the, there's a company called Tiffany that makes really good jewelry, too. Uh, my wife's going to kill me. Uh, uh, <laughs> I like her. So, so it was Delta. What was the second one? The second one was good. Hilton. Hilton. Oh, Got to have somewhere to stay. Free hotel rooms. Mm. Trump Plaza also a Thomas. Name you can get away with too Hilton. Yeah, well, I the, the whole Paris Hilton thing though. I would pick another hotel, Super Eight Aram, <laughs> Motel Six, Motel Six Aram. She'll leave the light on for you. The Hojo. Uh, Julie's in Woodstock. Julie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thanks for letting me talk to you tonight. My, my, hey, Julie, no, thank you for listening and thank you for calling. I really appreciate it. Oh, sure thing. Hey, if I was going to name my kid after a brand, it would have to be Publix because then free groceries, hello. Publix, we're shopping as a pleasure. I actually might not even need to get the free groceries to do that. That's how much I love Publix. And that's a that's a strong name with an X in there, Publix Aram. No one's messing with Publix Aram. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. And for his nickname, you know, you give your kids nicknames. Do you have nicknames for your daughters, Longoria? Uh, Livia, I call her Livy. Okay. Livy Love. And the other one? Uh, Lilybug. All right. So if I name my kid Publix Aram, his nickname will be Pub Sub. (laughs) Hey, Pub Sub, clean your room. Chuck, do you have nicknames for your kids? Charles Thomas Abernathy, Haynesbridge the third. Uh no, not yet. Not yet. Not, not and yet. Ella, just Ella. Uh yeah, or L. curse words, one or the other. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Lee joins us in Alpharetti. Lee, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, mate. How's it going? What's going on, Lee? Not much, man. I, I just have to say, I can't believe we skated or glossed over the fact that deep throat was added to the dictionary on the year of your birth. <laughs> well, because because of Watergate, that that's why it was added there. No other reason than that, Lee. No other reason than that. <laughs> okay, I have to say, I would absolutely name my son Aston Martin. 
Oh, that's a great name, too. My dream car. My dream car. Now, do you and want, I, if, I, in a perfect world, Lee, do you want a new one or do you want one of the classic ones? Ah, uh, that's a really good question. Um, I'd probably go with a new one. A new I'd Aston Martin. Yeah. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Whatever are pretty James phenomenal. Bond's driving right now. I'll yeah, take. those are pretty phenomenal. That's, that's an amazing car. <laughs> and that's a great name, too. You can get away with that, even I if it's do. a girl. I think. I think you could get away with calling your girl Aston, right? <laughs> if she is well endowed in certain areas, you can <laughs> call her Aston Martin. Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Listen, when I first moved here, I became astonished at how how many names uh, Americans use for both sexes. Like it, it blew my mind. I was like, "What? You really, really? You call your daughter that name?" Like. <laughs> it still happens now. It's crazy. Well, what's what's interesting, and I meant to be talking. I should have talked to Chuck about this off the air. So, what would really help me out, Chuck, when we have these these names that you don't really know? What if it's a it's a boy or girl name like Terry, right? Or give me another combo. Robin. Name. Yeah, Chris, something like yeah, that. Yeah, if you could put an M or an F next to it, Chuck. I know it's a whole extra letter you got to punch yeah, in there. Right. Right. You know work, what I'm saying? Dude. Like, if we get a, a caller named Terry. And if it's a man, just put an M, Terry-M, so I know it's a dude. I'll get around. I'll try. I mean, make an effort. You don't have to do it all the time. <laughs> make sure he gets the names right. Now I, you're I know. Maybe, really really want to Maybe if, it, if it's a female, then just F. Forget the M, right? We'll oh, just yeah. assume it's a man unless man, it's unless an you F. put an F. Deborah just cut your work down in half. <laughs> so confusing. She, she should be a consultant. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Dana and Sandy, like Dana. Dana could be a boy or girl. So if, if I knew this was a girl, I'd be like, hey, Dana, how are you? If it's a dude, I'd be like, hey, Dana, what's going on, buddy? I don't know. Are you a, a man or a woman, Dana? It would seem I'm a guy. There, I hope so. Would it? Now, I don't know today. I don't know. I'm well, not going to assume worry. anything. Well, Everything put the, is gender neutral. Put the onus on me as, as the oh, okay. host. So I'll say, hey, Dana, dude, what's going on? <laughs> well, if I had... Uh, a boy and a girl, I have a name for each of them. If it's a boy, I'll call him Bentley. We'll call him Ben. Oh, that's and nice. And when it arrives, all shiny and new, uh, the car, not the boy. Yeah. Then uh, I would sell it, invest it, and have enough for college and graduate school and enough left over for him to have a gently used Yugo. So you take the Bentley and then flip it. You'd sell it. That's exactly right. I think Bentleys, I could be mistaken, are one of the few vehicles, automobiles, if you will, that actually increase in value the longer. I think them and Rolls Royces actually might actually appreciate as opposed to depreciate. I think so, too, although I think other investments would be better. Yeah, no, I'm not saying you have a bad idea, but it's not like getting like a, um, I don't know, a Mercedes and then flip, you know, and, you know, that is going to decrease in value but i think i think although rolls royces do you watch comedians in cars getting coffee hmm. jerry seinfeld he, he always takes a car to his guest and they go out for coffee or whatever and he did a rolls royce and i think he was picking up carl reiner and he picks him up in an old classic like 1950s gray ghost rolls royce and carl reiner's like what do you think of the car and seinfeld's like this sucks it's like <laughs> it's horrible to drive it was really bad so i don't know if they've gotten better um, I don't know if I could, if I was a billionaire, I still don't know if I'd be ostentatious enough to buy a Rolls Royce, right? At that point, you'd just be like, I don't even care. I don't even care what anyone thinks. I'm just getting a Rolls Royce. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 
I don't know. Would you? Would you want to? To me, that's just like flaunting it. Like I got to roll. Yeah, he'd have but, a driver anyway, so yeah. he wouldn't even have to drive it, right? He would drive it. But for I'd be, you. I'd be the jack wagon in the back seat. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking. You'd be it. Miss Daisy. You know what? I'm never gonna have that problem. I don't even. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm never gonna have that issue, so I'm not gonna worry about it. Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want. This talk is to the you. call I've been waiting for all night, Russ. Uh, you <laughs> could sell your child's name. What are you doing and why, buddy? Well, I would say Portia, but I have two sons. Well, I know, but if you but, have a daughter with uh, with Corrali, she's of birthing year still, right? She called me today. She told me she wanted to be my only girl. Well, there you I go. Swear, like an hour ago. So if uh, if you was... and uh, if you if you blessed her with the rust jeans uh, and you had a daughter, you name her Portia. Get the free Porsche. Sure. Hey, let me tell you something. Kind of on the same subject. Yes. Very interesting because Shelly came over here a couple of days ago, and she pulled out a check for five thousand dollars and said, "Look what I got!" So how'd you get that? She said, "I'm letting them paint their name on my car. It was, it was Tropicana or something. Would you let somebody for five thousand dollars put their logo all over your car? I'd put your face on my car for five thousand dollars. I'd put too on this van. I'd put anything on. Short there. of a swastika, I think I'd let anyone paint anything on my car for five thousand dollars. Now I'm gonna have to direct you to Clark.com because that sounds like she might be getting scammed. That seems like a lot of money for that. Oh really? Yeah, I would double check on that. First, I thought he was okay. talking about Shelly Winters. I was like, "What's Shelly Winters?" Yeah. I would put Shelly's Winters face on my car for five thousand dollars. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Russ, what year were you born, buddy? 60. Oh, the beautiful summer yeah. of 60. All right, let's see. 1960, Merriam-Webster, first uh, AAA battery, 1960. Cruise control in 1960. Uh, let's see. Helipad, health spa, meet and greet, new wave, pre-approved, unrecyclable, and valet parking. All perfect words to describe All Russ. All perfect words to describe Russ. Tzatziki sauce, too. Tzatziki and Thunder Lizard. There you go. Russ, you are my Thunder Lizard, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow, man. Thanks, Mark. All right, there you go. Russ in Gainesville. Coming back, uh, I got some other stuff to talk about. Phones are open. Let's go. Chuck will let me know if you're a man or a woman. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Mark Aram. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Uh, via the Piccadilly text line, good answer. I don't know. It came up as an unknown number. So if you just texted me, text me your name again, uh, naming their kid, name their kid Taxes. Taxes Johnson. So you never have to pay taxes again. Deborah said brass tax accounting, and then Sanjay will do your taxes for free again. Uh, 404-872-0750, wsb talk Lovely Ruth is in Covington, Georgia. Ruth, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hello there. I love this fun team here. I want to say this before I get to that name right quick. Uh, we used to work on the polls in Indiana, and there was a couple there. You know, the, they were married, two ladies. Okay. So when they would come in the poll, and every year, one name was Francis. And uh, Minnie, we call her Cadillac Minnie because that's all she drove. Okay. Swag. And then she would pimp in the place and everybody hollered, <laughs> here comes Minnie, Cadillac Minnie. Cadillac everybody Minnie. Ready. Yeah, because she's going to fuss because when they get ready to sign at register, uh, the name hasn't changed for her lady yet. And she would, I told you, oh. she was every time. Her name was Francis. You got it down here, F-R-A-N-C-I-S. I told you, F-R-A-N-C-E-S. He said, well, we asked him, oh, God, she would give us a fit every time. But. 
nevertheless, they got a chance to vote. But now let me give you a name that I still can't spell now, and that's my nephew, and he's dead and gone. Okay? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, yes. His name was Andre Bola Abalata Bobo. What? His, dad, his daddy's <laughs> name was Archie Bola Abalata Bobo. Okay? Abalata Bobo. We had the, the last name was Bobo. We had fun of that name. I never learned how to spell my nephew's name yet and didn't try anymore. And we told her it was a shame for that man to put that name on him. He can't spell that in school. Going to school, you know, it was terrible. Set him back two years. They had to hold him back because he couldn't spell his name. Absolutely. The name was too long. Yeah. To put a, a name like that on a kid. I'll tell you I'm what, though. I hope Cadillac <laughs> Mini. That is the, that is one of the greatest names I've ever heard, Ruth. I hope she got a, a free Cadillac out of the deal at some point. <laughs> Don't mess with Minnie. Minnie was on the ball. There you go. Ruth, I got to run. Thank you. Always a pleasure to hear from Ruth in Covington. What a treat there. What was that name? Papadopoulos Bobo? (laughs) What did she say? Webster Uh, Papadopoulos? Yeah. Cadillac Minnie. What a great name. Uh, We'll come back. More of your calls. And then Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Review. I just tweeted that link to uh, Miriam Webster uh, on Twitter. It's at Mark Arum. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. News, weather, traffic next. Welcome back to the show, 736, 24 in front of 8 o'clock. For some reason, that, that song right there just vanished from the playlist. Were you told not to play that anymore, Longoria? I thought I was, but I don't really remember. <laughs> no, we got rid of the It's Good to Be an American song. Yeah, no, I thought I was told to not play that too. But really? Yeah, I, I, I kind of... Vaguely remember that, but I don't know know by who. I think it was, let's try to get in and out a little bit faster, not the song itself. Yeah. I think that was just in the 6 o'clock hour. I think in the 7 o'clock hour, we can breathe a little longer. We'll see. Um, We might have some breaking news, legitimate breaking news coming up. Uh, The FBI has announced they're going to hold an emergency press conference talking about election security. So if that pops during this show, we'll bring it to you live. And if it happens after the show... Uh, Edgar is going to jump in and bring it to you live. So we don't know what this is about. All I know, Chuck, maybe you can call your uh, political contacts at the Revenant, see what's going on. The FBI is going to hold an emergency press conference about election security. If it pops, we'll bring it live. But before we do that, we got to make sure we get Johnny Kilbasa on. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Johnny, you there, buddy? Maybe he wasn't ready for me. Johnny Kilbasa. I was muted. Uh, oh, sorry about that. That's Mark, all right. Joining us live there. on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight. Oof, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm glad you got your priorities straight, Mark. The Fast Food Review comes before anything exactly. else. Exactly. The FBI right. can wait. The FBI can wait. <laughs> What's up tonight, my friend? Mark, we've got something old, something new, and what? what's the rest of that? You just got married. Something bacon and something chicken i think that's how it goes mark wendy's johnny says, hold hey, on one every- second hold on i'm sorry do can we pull up cbs radio they might be i think the press conference just started do we know how to do that uh i'm sorry johnny this is uh no problem man john ratliff um chuck uh bounce out to edgar and see if we can get uh what channel uh the cbs channel is carrying the FBI press conference right now. It's a national security briefing on election security. 
Uh, it's a CBS News special report. I don't know what what uh, channel that is fed through. Um, hold tight, Johnny. I'm so sorry, buddy. No, no idea yet. Okay. All right. Real quick, Johnny, before we jump to the FBI, uh, I'm sorry. What What do you got? That's okay, Mark. Wendy's has all kinds of chicken sandwiches. Everybody's got chicken sandwiches now. And they said, hey, why don't we bring out a new chicken sandwich, except it's kind of an old chicken sandwich with a new twist to it. If you go to the chicken sandwich menu at Wendy's, I know it's it's kind of confusing because they got their original chick crispy chicken sandwich. They got spicy chicken sandwiches. They've got the bacon jalapeno, all this stuff, pretzel pub chicken and all that. Well, now they've got the classic chicken sandwich with they're saying, hey, you want to go to Popeye's and get a chicken sandwich? Well, we've got a chicken sandwich like this. They got rid of the homestyle chicken sandwich, rebranded it, put some pickles on it, and now they're calling it the classic chicken sandwich, Mark. You can get the Asiago Ranch. You can get the, the anything else you want on it. You can get the bacon jalapeno chicken with the classic chicken. So basically, they're calling it juicier, crispier, and picklier than the old homestyle chicken, but it's still a pretty good premium chicken sandwich, Mark. All right, Johnny. Uh, you know what, Longoria? Thank you, Johnny. We appreciate you as always. And? Yeah, the cholesterol is high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter. All right, let's go straight to John Ratliff, Director of National Intelligence. The great women and men of the intelligence community caught this activity immediately, and our colleagues at FBI and DHS acted swiftly in response to this threat. We are standing before you now to give you the confidence that we are on top of this and providing you with the most powerful weapon we have to combat these efforts, the truth, information. We ask every American to do their part to defend against those who wish us harm. The way you do that is quite simple. Do not allow these efforts to have their intended effect. If you receive an intimidating or manipulative email in your inbox, don't be alarmed and do not spread it. This is not a partisan issue. I've had conversations today with members of Congress from both sides of the aisle, and there is complete unanimity in the U.S. government in our resolve to combat the enemies of freedom. The President has instructed me to keep the public informed as appropriate, and you have my commitment that I will continue to do exactly that with transparency and with candor. We will not tolerate foreign interference in our elections, and we will continue to work with our many partners to disrupt and to impose costs and consequences on any adversary that attempts to interfere in our democratic processes. The efforts of the President to empower us to put towards election security over these last four years are working. I'll now turn it over to my colleague, Director Ray of the FBI, to address law enforcement's activities. Uh, you're listening to a FBI press conference here on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, concerning uh, Russian and Iranian influence on our election. For investigating malicious cyber activity against election infrastructure, malign foreign influence operations, and election-related crimes like voter fraud and voter suppression or intimidation. And that's exactly what we've been doing. At the FBI, we're working closely with our intelligence community partners as well as our other federal, state, and local partners to share information, bolster security, and identify and disrupt 
any threats. We are not going to tolerate foreign interference in our elections or any criminal activity that threatens the sanctity of your vote or undermines public confidence in the outcome of the election. When we see indications of foreign interference or federal election crimes, we're going to aggressively investigate and work with our partners to quickly take appropriate action. We're also coordinating with the private sector, both technology and social media companies, to make sure that their platforms aren't used by foreign adversaries to spread disinformation and propaganda. We've been working for years as a community to build resilience in our election infrastructure, and today that infrastructure remains resilient. You should be confident that your vote counts. Early, unverified claims to the contrary should be viewed with a healthy dose of skepticism. We encourage everyone to seek election and voting information from reliable sources, namely your state election officials and to be thoughtful, careful, and discerning consumers of information online. And if you suspect criminal activity, we ask that you report that information to your local FBI field office. As always, the men and women of the FBI remain committed to protecting the American people, our democracy, and the integrity of our elections. We are not going to let our guard down. Thank you. That was Christopher Ray, director of the FBI. Uh, special press conference here on election interference on the Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to answer any questions here. Uh, if anyone else is going to speak, I... We just heard a very rare and unusual evening briefing from the FBI director and the director of national intelligence. Uh, John Ratcliffe, in that case, uh, said that they have they wanted to alert the public that Iran and Russia have taken actions to compromise our electoral security. He said voter registration information obtained to try and communicate false information to voters, warning that that is not, in fact, the case and that Iran spoofed emails, he said, to try and damage President Trump. A video also suggesting fraudulent ballots uh, in a desperate attempt by desperate adversaries. However, we heard from FBI Director Christopher Wray that there are unverified claims that votes are being thrown away and that those are simply not true. He also encouraged everyone to be thoughtful, caring consumers of information online. Now to dig in deeper to all of this and what we've heard is senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge. She joins us on the phone now from Washington. Catherine, first of all, what do you make of the FBI bringing this information to the American uh, voters just days before the end of voting here in this country? Well, what I know through my reporting here at CBS News uh, is that this was a very sudden detection and development by the election security officials, Homeland Security uh, and the FBI. And these leads were run down really in what amounted to uh, 24 hours. And they concluded that in this particular case, there had been an accessing of voter rolls by Iran and also Russia, and that Iran was using this information to wage what they call an information operation, which is an attempt to sway the opinion of voters. And in this case, while he didn't uh, explicitly state it to reporters, uh, Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe, he's referring to these emails purportedly from the group Proud Boys that was targeting Democrats uh, in Florida and other states. 
threatening them to vote for President Trump. And my assessment is that this administration wants to get way out front on what they have concluded is significant efforts by foreign adversaries to interfere in the U.S. election, specifically in this case, Iran. But they also noted for reporters that Russia has the same capability, but they have not used it to this point in time. Catherine, I thought it was very interesting um, to hear— All right, hear, that was a special uh, CBS News coverage of uh, the FBI press conference. We heard from DNI John Ratcliffe there. We missed the very beginning of the press conference, so I just want to play what we missed before we jumped in there, Longoria. We would like to alert the public that we have identified that two foreign actors, Iran and Russia, have taken specific actions to influence public opinion relating to our elections. First— we have confirmed that some voter registration information has been obtained by Iran and separately by Russia. This data can be used by foreign actors to attempt to communicate false information to registered voters that they hope will cause confusion, sow chaos, and undermine your confidence in American democracy. All right, that's the director of national intelligence, John Radcliffe. So the way I'm reading this story is uh, they, the FBI uncovered uh, attempts by Russia and Iran to influence our election. This comes on the heel of a story I saw earlier today where voters in Florida were getting calls saying, hey, John Smith, I know your address. If you don't vote for President Trump, we are going to come after you. That, I'm assuming, would be the Russian influence. I'm also assuming... And this this is just my judgment that uh, the Iranian influence would have been pro Biden, right? Like uh, the Iranians, obviously not a fan of President Trump. So I'm assuming there's influence going on both sides here. The Russians are pro Trump. The Iranians are pro uh, Joe Biden. Um, that will yet uh, has not been proven, but that is my initial read of the story. Uh, we'll continue to follow the situation. Obviously, a big deal. Jamie Dupree is tweeting out of Washington D.C., and I'm sure we'll get an update from him uh, in the eight o'clock news. And we'll have the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlantic's morning news, starting at 4:30 a.m. So shifting the gears there a little bit. Uh, breaking news: FBI press conference on election interference, voter rolls obtained by the Russians and the Iranians. It's a big story. We'll continue to follow. We'll come back, finish up your calls, and get the heck out of here uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Uh, we're going to continue to cover this uh, breaking news with the FBI and the uh, Nash, uh, Director of National Intelligence about uh, possible Iranian and Russian election interference. Uh, the way I'm reading the situation, it, it was going both ways. Russia influencing the election in favor of Donald Trump and Iran doing it in favor of Joe Biden. Uh, I would love for you to leave your thoughts on the open mic feature on the WSB radio app. Uh, just get your initial reaction to this. Again, it's still in early, don't have much information, but your initial reaction. Love to have your open mics on the WSB radio app. All right, let's finish up some quick calls. Billy's in Sugar Hill, baby, Sugar Hill. What's going on, Billy? I've got four boys. I might actually have two more if I, I could get free Glocks and Remington. <laughs> Glock and Remington. They're your twin boys. Glock and Remington. Uh, more so than the ammo, though, Billy? More so than free ammo? Uh, Glock Winchester and Remington Fig. So that should cover ammo, too. All right. Fair enough. Good job. Billy's going uh, the truck route on that. Uh, Calton is in Peachtree City. Calton, welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, Mark. Yes. People aren't thinking clearly here, man. You name your kid money. 
<laughs> I just, just the Federal Reserve Aram. That's what I, I'm just going <laughs> to. Yeah, just get uh, Federal Reserve Aram and send me the money. Tony and Marietta finishes up strong. Tone, what you got, buddy? Good evening, guys and gals. This is really kind of important more to uh, Deborah. Uh, I would name my two boys Dweezil and Moon Unit. And those are the names of Frank Zappa's kids. I would like you to get a piece of his residuals and his empire that he had built up. So what say you, Deborah? I, you know, I appreciate Frank Zappa. Never been a huge, huge fan of it, but definitely some cool things out there. You my know, my brother got... is the biggest Zappa fan really? in the world. Yes, it's really, it's definitely out there. Well, um, I'll take if it's free money, I'm taking it, guys. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> so Tony. You all have a great weekend. You too, buddy. Have uh, have a have a good one. Be safe. Stay safe. Keep up the good work. All that good stuff. Sorry, the breaking news threw me off. Uh, let's do star of the show there, Longoria. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, Longo was able to tune in uh, the CBS News, so we'll give you that. There's a lot of there's a lot of buttons back there on the on the other side of the fast food uh, takeout window, and Longoria popped it up. Yeah. Apologies to Johnny Cabasa. I literally I know he did Wendy's chicken sandwich, but I don't. Did you get anything? Like that? Something about a classic, yeah, and you can put yeah. doggy asshole yeah, cheese on it. I don't, know, I don't know, something like Check that. Check out the podcast. The podcast is uh, going to be up online shortly. Uh, Longo also does that. Tomorrow, Deborah Green, we have a short show. Yeah, we got UGA football coming up, but Sanjay is going to join us, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. You just pumped your fist, like, really excited. No, I hurt my hand. Oh, I see. Yeah. Excited. Sorry. All right. Deborah's, we're taking Deborah to the nurse's office. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Again, you will continue to follow the breaking news from the FBI press conference about foreign interference in the election. Your thoughts now on the WSB radio app, Open Mic. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.